Welcome to Buckeyes and Beyond. Here are your hosts, Jeff and Mike. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Buckeyes and Beyond. I'm Jeff, and this is Mike. What's up, everybody? So uh, we are uh, just one day late on the podcast. Uh, Mike was out of town for a, a coaching conference, I guess you'd call it, for yeah. uh, football. Yep. He had a couple interesting tidbits about that. Yeah. So um, I can just share real quick uh, one. Um, so one of the speakers was the new head coach at Florida State, Mike Norvell, who was previously at Memphis for the last three years. He was a real intense speaker, man. Um, I sent you this text the other night while he was speaking, and I'll just sort of share it here just because it kind of sums it up. Um, Listening to him speak, you can see why Memphis was so good for the past three years and why I think Clemson is in trouble as the king of the um, ACC because I think he is really going to take Florida State as much as it pains me and turn them back into a pretty, you know, pretty good powerhouse team. So um, he was really impressive to actually listen to. Um, there's yeah. any... Huh? You said he also had... Trouble, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, yeah. Life. So <laughs> this was great. So all of the coaches bring some sort of a, um, you know, a, a lackey who comes in and sets up their, you know, their uh, laptop with their, you know, with their presentation on it. So they have like slides and videos and stuff that they bring and um so his was working fine from till about halfway through his um his presentation and then and then all of a sudden it starts to freeze and kind of lock up and he keeps on fooling with, with it trying to actually you know um trying to actually uh restart it and get it back to where it was and every time that he tries it just, it just keeps on locking up so uh was it, like, was, was it like locking up and like when the slides are like transitioning? So he had a part where it was it was actually transitioning from just regular slides to video footage of oh. like of like you know um, their practice yeah, drills and I stuff. I can see that. Yeah. yeah. So, but it would like lock up as soon as it got to that part, hmm. and he he couldn't get it to to start, and he he was trying at least four or five times, and he was trying. He was actually really good because while he was trying to actually get it up and get it get it rebooted, you could tell he he was sort of thrown off his game because he's so used to having this whole thing going. So he's trying to play it by ear, kind of you know, just, roll with yeah. It. He was just trying to roll with it as best he could, <laughs> and it just wasn't working. So he does say what I guess was supposed to be jokingly, but you could tell by the look on his face he wasn't joking. He said, "Man, when I get back to Tallahassee, somebody's in trouble." <laughs> and every time he would try to restart it, he had this intense, pissed-off look on his face. Just, like, <clears throat> and he couldn't get it to work. And so, by the time that he was done, man, you could tell this dude is intense, and he is a big perfectionist, and he expects his team to to just to be perfect in all aspects. And so, if the kids at if the kids at Florida State follow his, you know, follow his program they could be a pretty good football team as soon as he gets his own kids there yeah i wonder <clears throat> yeah i wonder what the uh videos were like as far as like like how he had them embedded did they look like they were they weren't not, they were probably manually inserted 
I don't know. I couldn't tell because we never even showed the preview. Never even showed up. So it was just like one little still of like a video screen with like the play button in the middle, but he couldn't get it to play. It was just like lock up. Didn't look like it was like a YouTube. No, 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 no. No, it was like embedded like an MP4 video. Yeah. So it's the IT guy. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, no. It's like I'm troubleshooting. Yeah. (laughs) What could have went wrong? Yeah. No, so, uh, but yeah, he just, he couldn't get him to work, and I, I I will tell you this, whoever prepped that for him, I felt sorry for whenever he got back there, because I feel like he was going to rip them a new ass, man. <laughs> he looked really pissed off, and it just was not working. Um, who else was there? So, like, we yeah. had Dave Clawson, who was the head coach at Wake Forest. Oh, he, yeah, was, yeah, yeah. he was, he uh, was probably as average of a speaker as you could get he wasn't awful but it wasn't just like blowing you out of the water um he was very stoic very you know just this is it this is and it feels like i do this once a month for the next two months because i go to all these conventions and this is how i'm going to talk and didn't really take any kind of questions um was kind of standoffish at times so He was there. Doc Holliday, the head coach at Marshall. Oh. Um, he was good. Um, yeah, he seems kind of interesting. Yeah, he spoke about special teams, which was kind of interesting because you don't see a whole lot of coaches speak that yeah. much on it. So um, his thoughts on it were actually pretty fascinating because you don't really um, – I mean, us here, we know a little bit more about special teams because Urban was such a huge – And Trestle. Yeah, yeah, you know, and Tress. Mm-hmm. Um but you, you didn't get the standard, the punt is the most, you know, mm-hmm. important play. It was more about alignments and with some of the changes that they've made to, you know, the the kickoff rules and stuff and, and where you can best put your guys to sort of break through, some, you know, some, some of these things. And um, just it was just, it was pretty neat. And he took some questions um, and he and, and, uh, he and Norvell uh, both did something that most coaches at, at these things don't do is they stuck around and actually shook hands you know talked mm. to you yeah. um, most of the coaches like for instance last year Saban was in and out as soon as he I mean as soon as he was done he, he had his shit all packed up and was walking out the door um, but and uh, so was um, Ference and D'Antonio last year but uh, so this year it was just kind of cool to see the, those guys you know stop and say hi excuse me sorry <laughs> <coughs> sorry I have a cough um, that probably sounded really strange but um, but no it was just kind of nice to actually see those guys stop and actually say hi and actually shake your hands um, I, sh- I, sh- I shook shook I sh- stopped and shook his hand. yeah I shook um, uh Norbell's hand and actually spoke to him for about uh, I don't know two or three minutes and I, I told him th- that I thought Clemson was in real trouble and he just sort of had this aw shucks look and just, well I don't know they're kind of still the king and just yeah. so I mean he was being very mm-hmm. you know modest um, but no it was really fun and then if there's any Bowling Green fans out there I'm sorry for the bad news but your coach should probably fire his um, Whatever he calls his, you know, secretary. Yeah, his sec- somebody because we we were told that uh, Scott Leffler didn't show up because he forgot that it was this weekend. So um, Scott Leffler was he a f- former 
I don't know much about his background. It sounded like he might have been. I'm trying to think. His name sounds so familiar. Yeah, he's the head coach at Bowling Green right right now. I can't remember where he would have came from. He's only 45. Yeah. He's like kind of in that wheelhouse of weight. Oh, yeah, yeah. He played quarterback from Michigan. That's... From 93 to 96. Wow, yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. But he, I completely really forgot uh, about that. Yeah, yeah. He, he was on Lloyd Carr's staff. Okay. Well, a graduate assistant. Okay. But then he was a part of the staff during the 97 national title season okay. for them. And quarterback's coach at Central Michigan. He was part of uh, the Lions, Detroit Lions offensive staff. That's where I know him from. Then Maybe more. that's how I know him. Yeah. But he was on oh, – I'm sure I heard that name. Yeah. Even if he was he was backup quarterback. He wasn't. Yeah. I don't think he was uh, – he might have got some starts. I don't know. Yeah. But – I think I know his name more from when he was with the yeah. Lions. Yeah. But, yeah, he didn't show up because we were told that he forgot that it was this past weekend that he was supposed to be there. So Yeah, he was, um, let's see, 2012, let's see, blah, blah, blah. Gene Chizik hired him to be the OC at Auburn. Oh, okay. He was OC at Auburn for, yeah. I guess, just one season, though. Yeah, anyway, yeah, I thought that name sounded like more familiar than it was like. You, you mentioned... Um, Auburn and I and I do want to tell a real quick story that Mike that Mike Norbell told, um, which was really a great story. He had uh, the point of of this of this uh, story was to never miss a opportunity to go up and shake someone's hand and say hi because you never know where it's going to lead. When he was in college at Central Arkansas, he was a wide receiver on that team. And he said the first couple weeks of spring practice, there was just this 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 one guy who would just come sit in the north end zone and just watch practice. And nobody would ever speak to him. He just would sit there for days and days. He decided one day he was just going to go up and shake his hand and say hi. He did. The guy was a former uh, was a former player at Central Arkansas and was a head coach at one of the local um, high schools. And uh, so the guy said, hey, man, thank you. Um, you know, he really liked the fact that, you know, that somebody, you know, came up and said hi to him. And uh, so from that point on, he kept coming back to practices. And every day he would go up and say hi to him, but nobody else would. And they became friendly. Uh, so once Norvell was done playing and he was a uh, and he was trying to find some work, he said that this guy who 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 um, he had spoken to was friends with some other coaches. And he said, one day, Gus Malzahn called this coach and said, hey, I'm looking for some, for some young coaches. Do you know anybody that, that would be a good GA? And he said, Mike Norvell. And Mike, Mike Norvell got a job as a GA at Auburn under Gus Malzahn. Oh, okay. Only because he took the time to go up and shake this this guy's hand. So it it, it was actually a pretty cool story, and he actually told it a lot, a lot. Yeah. You know, he told it way better than that. But yeah. that was the gist of the story, which I thought was pretty cool. Huh. So it must have been. <clears throat> yeah, it must have been. I don't remember what year he said it was, but yeah, 
probably wasn't that long ago. So it must have been, was Malzahn it? No, I'm sorry. It wasn't at Auburn. He was at Central then, or he was somewhere else. I don't remember where it was. was. It Tulsa? It could have been Tulsa. Yeah. Tulsa. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's actually yeah. where it was. <clears throat> I yeah. just looked up his resume. Yeah. <clears throat> Gus Malzahn was at Tulsa then. And, yeah. Okay. And he wanted a a new young coach. Yeah. But yeah, it was actually a really cool huh. story. Oh. Yeah. So that's the gist of my trip to the coaching conference in in Pittsburgh. Um, a lot of good high school coaches there too. So it was it was fun. Do you have any good sandwiches with French fries? Oh on? God, man, that place. <laughs> so Prometti Brothers is. You had sent me a text while I was on my way there to maybe give them a try, but to not expect too much. And they, boy, they really build that joint up as the end all beat all of sandwiches, man. There's so many locations. Did you ever look at it on the map? See how many locations? Are yeah, there? I seen a bunch of. Them. Now we were actually really lucky because there was one literally right across the street from where we were staying. So all we had to do was just like, you yeah. Know, so we literally walked, you know, to it. But um, and so the sandwiches were. They are overwhelming, of, of course. Whenever you <laughs> get like, it, like they're like, I mean, like freaking like at least six inches high, like right. Yeah, and um, so in fact, I have a picture of one that I took that that um, that we can post up on yeah, the uh, Twitter uh, on the oh yeah yeah Twitter account. It is mm-hmm. an overwhelming sandwich, but like I told you, it's great or it, it's it's good, but it's not great. It's an okay sandwich. Um, I don't understand what the what all the fuss is about their sandwiches, and to be honest, the French fries being on it is not that great of a bonus. I mean, it's sort of the fries get a little bit mushy and they mix with the meat, and it sort of gives it this strange, yeah. odd flavor that's not. It sort of kills the flavor of the meat. Yeah, I always think they could just do without the. Fries on there. It's just yeah. like, well, it's just, it's just one step too many. The fries are good. By yeah. Themselves. Well, I, yeah, I mean, I, <clears throat> they're kind of like fair fries. Oh, okay. Yeah. I yeah. thought so. But, <clears throat> if no. I remember correctly, I think this would kind of seem like. Yeah, I didn't really get a, yeah, I didn't get a chance to really taste the fries because I was just <clears throat> tasting them with the meat. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. the coleslaw was, was like really good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, they put coleslaw yeah. in the fries. Yeah, yeah like, they put, so it's, it's, like, it's the meat and the cheese plus. Coleslaw, French fries, and two tomatoes on on top. <laughs> Which that seems a little odd to, to me because that's the one thing that really doesn't mesh well with all that it's like, stuff. It's like you're raising canes, put the fingers, the yeah, fries, the coleslaw <laughs> between two the garlic. Breads. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so, I don't want everything. Like, <clears throat> would you like your sides on your sandwich? <laughs> I do. I do like. I do like a coleslaw. Like the uh, go to City Barbecue and get the pork, oh yeah the pork slaw. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Those the are Car- really what good. Was it called the Carolina? The Car- Yep. The Carolina something. The Carolina. Yeah, I don't remember what it's called, Maybe. but it's just but yeah, something it's like the that. slaw with the pulled pork. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's really good. Plus, they don't put like so much to where it just like kills yeah, yeah. the whole sandwich. <laughs> it's just makes everything a bit of mush. Yeah. <laughs> which is sort of what they do on those, which is yeah. why it's so frustrating because it looks really good and then you eat it and it's like, I can't really taste the meat and it's yeah. just this mushy stuff. It's I forget not where we great. were where we were like, I forget where that was now where it was like, if they don't, if they don't do the, if you're going to like load up a sandwich or yeah. a burger, it's like, give me a, 
bun that's worth a damn. Yeah, so <laughs> the bread that they use is just, it's this really limp type of bread. Yeah. It, it doesn't like stand up very well. Done. Yeah, it just get yeah, it it's not sturdy. So. It's like if you're gonna give me a limp, like weak, thin ass piece of bread, you better toast it. Yeah, it's not even toasted. It's just <laughs> which is actually like I thought bread. that it was good, gonna be grilled at yeah, the yeah, like yeah. at the very least, but no, it's just like a panini. Like yeah, something. no, it's just regular bread and it just yeah. falls apart. It, be, yeah. it becomes awful. So essentially, what I actually wound up doing is is I is. After about three bites, I said, this is just gross. So, well, not gross. That's probably the wrong word to yeah, use. But it's just, just didn't taste right. So, I took off the bread and the fries and just, like, ate the meat yeah, and, and the, yeah. you know, cheese. Have a fork. Yeah, which is actually, yeah, you just, I actually did that. You so. just put this in a bowl. <laughs> <laughs> just put it on the floor. <laughs> if you've never seen um, uh, on YouTube, <clears throat> there's a clip of Patton Oswalt. With, no. um, talking about the KFC bowl. No, I haven't seen it, man. <laughs> the KFC famous bowl. Yeah, that's yeah, I know what that's, that's a great. That's a great um, clip where he, um, he he talks about the KFC famous bowl okay. where they just like they just throw everything in a bowl. It's yeah. like don't we have any? It's like we can't we can't put these out. We can't be bothered to put these out. The <laughs> We're just we're just so lazy and like fat. We just put it in a bowl and we're, like we're dogs. <laughs> it's a great clip. Oh, Patton Oswalt KFC famous bowl. Yeah, no, <laughs> I haven't seen that one yet. I'll have to look at yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so let's go to basketball. <clears throat> Buckeyes had two games this week. The first one was just had a disappointing start, and the second one was complete like. Like amazing team ever, yeah. the, the best they've looked all year. Absolutely. Of course, the first one was on the road, and the second one was at home, which is yep. kind of just that's been their whole mo. Which has been a lot of teams' yeah. mo, especially in the Big Ten, with great at home, yeah. and you're like, I don't know, timid and asleep, or yeah. you know, fill in the blank with what negative attribute yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. of a basketball team, team that you don't want to see on yeah. the road um they came off with like on, on against iowa at iowa they were just they were down 20 mm-hmm. within what oh was it gosh. like like 10 minutes or less than that yeah um, what was it less than that Jeez. yeah let me find that um oh yeah because that was the first th- yeah because I, I didn't watch that one because that one was on thursday night right that was on tuesday night Oh, it was? Or, okay. Or wait. No, it was on Thursday night because it was on as we were getting into. Okay, regardless. Yeah, it, it was on Thursday because th- that's when we were getting yeah, into. Yeah, it was 27 Pittsburgh. to 8. Oh, yeah, you're right. Just under, just over 10 minutes okay. left in the first half. Yeah. So, yeah, it was 27 to 8. And, um, yeah, I mean, I mean, Caleb Wesson looked disinterested. And, I mean, they were just, you know. They were kind of just doing whatever they wanted. They were sleepwalking um, through through it, man. It and is. then, you know, by halftime they got it to forty six to thirty five. You're like, oh, all yeah. right, could be worse. But they, and, but you know, it's kind of like that bad start just put them in a hole, and they were fighting to come back. And they did a great job fighting to come back. I mean, yeah, they, they which, won after that. You know, if you you know, last thirty minutes they outscored them. Uh, let's see, well, if it matters. Spilled milk. Yeah, it's <laughs> one of those things. Yeah, it's like it's like if you. <laughs> it's always a great. Uh, I've always heard the like. Um, there's been coaches. I always heard Dave Wanstat 
in right. football was a coach that would go. He he, he talked to the media after. Yeah. He, you know, Dave wants that. Yeah. Hey, hey, you take away those three interceptions <laughs> and that fumble. We're, we're in this game. We're right in it, man. Come on, man. Like, Cut us some slack. Like, wait. Yeah. Well, coach, yeah, we could take away those three interceptions and that fumble, but unfortunately, you can't do that. Those are part of the game. If you take away all those points they scored, we're on this thing. <laughs> it's a whole other ball game, folks. So, yeah, they uh, let's see what I mean. They I mean they scored, you know, they 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 won the last 30 minutes of the game but unfortunately they still lost by nine at the very end when the final horn sounded yeah so. it, it's it just goes to actually show, show you i mean it, it you just especially on the road in a conference like ours you cannot sleepwalk through the first five minutes of a game you're going to absolutely kill yourself you can't do it yeah yeah they came out i mean first yeah i mean it's like first he had three points in the first five minutes. That's a that's unacceptable. That's so sad. <laughs> in the first six minutes, actually. <laughs> Lord, God, he scored. He had one bucket. Uh, one bucket. Yeah, it's Doctor Jekyll, man, and yeah. Mister Hyde is this team, man. They can never get together and just well, with the exception of Sunday, they can never get together and just play a full game. So, so on Sunday, um, we'll switch talk more about the good stuff. Was um, yeah, the home win against Maryland. Maryland was number seven in the country. High State was 25. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, this was a completely different game where they were doing a lot of the things that we were talking about last podcast where we were talking about how they need to attack the rim more and mm-hmm. set up better shots and not just, just try to shoot over the defense constantly. Right. I mean, get to the rim, drive, kick it. I mean, yeah. find, you know draw the defense in, pass it, you know, move the ball. And whether you're attacking the rim and kicking it or attack the rim and finish at the rim. I mean, Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and I think one of the other things that we've been speaking about for the last couple is we finally saw C.J. Walker become a real point guard. Right. I mean, he was actually – he was – first of all, he, I, I think he actually opened the game with, with two threes. Mm-hmm. So – but – you know that really doesn't matter he was actually you know driving to the hole aggressively and either finishing or like you just said dishing it out and he he played a real true point guard role for the first time in probably months Mm -hmm. so that was really nice to see yeah him and Dwayne Washington kind of split that Mm -hmm. role pretty well Um, Dwayne Washington um, played really well I mean he didn't shoot particularly well I mean three of eight and 0 for 3 from 3, but... He had I a couple mean, nice drives to the... To, I mean, right to the hole. Though. Yeah, so. yeah, and uh, he was, but he went to the line. Yeah. Yeah, he got to the line. 7 of 8 from the line. He capitalized the line. So did Luther Muhammad. Luther Muhammad was awesome. He was yeah. uh, good on both ends. A lot of guys were good on both ends. Caleb Wesson was actually good on the defensive end. Yeah. He, he actually... And he had 9 rebounds. I don't know if that's his... That might be... Well, no. It's no. most in a while. It's not yeah. Just, Season high. No, but that seems like I haven't seen him have nine rebounds in a while. No, no, it hasn't been. Um, you talked about Luther Muhammad. He's actually one of my favorite players on this team. Mm -hmm. Um, he's really underrated, I think. Now, that's sort of he's not underrated, I guess, is the wrong word to use, but he's under, um, I guess he he is the most upside. Yeah, that, that, yeah, in a way. 
Yeah, because he plays tenacious defense. <clears throat> if you watch him, he is all over the he is all over the floor. He doesn't really stop moving. Um, you know, he's constantly moving his hands, constantly moving his feet, finding the ball, and. This game, he went to the hole, which yeah. we hadn't seen him or really. Anybody, I mean, that's really the key to this whole game was everybody was going to the hole. But, yeah. Luke, but Luther Muhammad hit open threes. Mm-hmm. He didn't take forced threes, uh, but when he was open, he hit them. I think he was what three of five or something, or three of six uh, from four, four of eight. Four of eight. Okay, so yeah. So I mean, he was shooting him well. He was going to the hole, playing strong D. I, I I think he was. He had the best game, maybe not statistically, but he played the best out of everybody on that game. Yeah, five of eleven from the field, thirty-five minutes, eight of eight from the line. Yeah, um, twenty-two points. Five. Okay. Re- yeah, he was he was a total. Okay, so yeah, yeah, twenty-two points, five rebounds. Yeah, two assists, uh, a steal. Yeah, only one turnover. They only turned the ball over ten times. That's outstanding. As a team, Maryland did as well, but Maryland's known to not turn the ball over. Right. So you got to match them. You can't mm-hmm. be sloppy. That's how they got beat last time against Maryland. Maryland just killed them on turnovers. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> they actually had more steals than they got in some passing lanes nicely too. Yeah, there was one play defense. Um, Dwayne Washington had a really good steal. It was later in the second half when Maryland was trying to really force a strong comeback. I think they had forced it back down to like four or five points, and I think it was Cowan right before he had fouled out um, through what he thought was going to be a great bullet pass to the yeah to the it was a cutter yeah yeah, it, yeah, I yeah it was like I saw, I somebody that. cutting but Washington just. Just, I mean, reached out and snagged yeah. it right, right out of midair. It was like right in the middle of the paint. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was right Like there. his man was like coming across the paint, but he saw that coming. It was, yep. like, a, it was like a corner and uh, mm-hmm. coming off his man to intercept a ball. Right, yeah. On a route behind him. Yeah, yeah it was really, it was a yeah. really, really <clears throat> nice, nice play. I mean, so it was just a great effort all around. Best game that they played as a team in months. Yeah, so. you know. Um, yeah, it's not like like Maryland didn't seem like. I mean, it wasn't like they had some like weirdly awful game. No, I mean they they played well. Now you could maybe argue with their Cowan. Cowan did actually get into game. foul trouble too, yeah, so not, I mean he, yeah. he didn't get a chance to really play. I mean he's sixteen a game and he scored ten. Yeah, so I mean he is slightly off game, but still, I mean that's a top team. I mean Tech Maryland might end up. They might end up like eight. A, you know, yeah, you they know. I mean, uh, in fact, they could wind up a one seed in, if they in finish the turn- strong. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if they finish out strong and they win the Big Ten tournament, they could definitely be a one seed. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, <clears throat> the new rankings came out today, so that's one good thing about having a podcast on a Monday. Yeah, you get to there you go. talk about what's changed. Um, Kansas beat Baylor this weekend, so now Kansas at Baylor. Yeah. So Kansas is the new number one, <clears throat> getting 62 of the 64 AP votes. That And that was a great game. I don't know if you yeah, had a chance yeah, to actually watch some, it. Some of that. Yeah, yeah, it was really good. Yeah. <clears throat> and um, uh, Gonzaga, oh, well, Baylor's two. Yeah. So it was a real close game. Yeah, it was. So Baylor's two, they dropped from one to two. Gonzaga yeah. three, Dayton four. <clears throat> um, Dayton still on the surge. It's crazy to see the Flyers at number four. I can't believe it, man. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it's kind of nice. I mean, as you know, 
being from yeah. the same state, it is nice just to kind of see them up there. So, who's who's the Dayton's coach? I have no idea who their coach is. Well, it used to be Miller, right? Archie then, Miller, yeah. yeah. And then it was, but I don't think he's there now. <laughs> who's their coach? Who's the coach? Who's the coach? Archie Miller coach? moved on to Xavier, I think, is where unless he's actually gone from there now, but. Yeah. Um, well, who's the kid? Who's well? Archie was at Indiana, right? Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's right. He went yeah. from Dayton, Indiana. Okay, I'm sorry. sorry. I, I'm sorry. I thought that he went to Xavier. Yeah. Who is? Oh my gosh! Why is this so hard to find? Uh, but anyway, um, I'm expecting it to be like another Miller brother. Yeah, <laughs> it could no, very well be Anthony Grant. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know his backstory. He's an older, he's oh, yeah. an older guy. He's okay. uh he's fifty. Is he fifty three? Yeah, fifty four. Okay, fifty four. No, not older. I guess that's not that old. Well, no. I mean, not in the coaching. <laughs> I saw birthday year in the sixties. I expected. <laughs> <laughs> but um, <clears throat> Anthony Grant. Yeah. But um, yeah. So I mean, Dayton star player is Ob Toppin. If you haven't heard that name, um, he's got. I mean, he is like a. Um, He's like 20 a game, 63% field goal percentage. That's really impressive. Yeah, and he's athletic, too. I think he's is he a big man, or is he? Because I haven't uh, seen him play yet. He's kind of a swing man. Is he? Obi okay. Toppin. Yeah, let me see. So Obi Toppin, uh, a 6'9". So, okay, yeah. yeah. He can probably do yeah. a little bit of both. Yeah, he's a sophomore out of Brooklyn, New York. Wow. And um, He must not have been very heavily recruited then. Yeah, to go to Dayton, yeah. yeah, yeah, diamond in the rough there. Yeah, he, um, I think he set a record or something for dunks. Really, um, dunks in a game, I think. That's crazy. I didn't he's know that up for the wood, track He's it. up for the uh, Wooden Award. Oh well, yeah, um, I'm sure he is for dunk record. Those numbers. <clears throat> yeah, he broke his own school record for dunks in a season. Oh, okay, okay. He dunked six times. Um, Last game, he's got 89 dunks this season. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know that they actually kept that stat. But yeah, I think they've been, That's they've crazy. been keeping that for a while. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, the big the big team that, that jumped a lot, let's see, there's a couple of them. Uh, Creighton mm-hmm. jumped five spots, 15 to 10. Wow. And uh, Maryland's at nine, Creighton at 10. And then uh, Seton Hall jumped three spots, BYU Jumped six spots to 17. Because they beat San Diego State, right? Uh, BYU. Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah they beat and, San Diego State. Penn State dropped seven spots. That was a tough loss that they took to um, Indiana, who was unranked at the time, I, I think, that they lost yeah. it to them. So. Yeah, they lost two in a row. They lost Illinois. And oh, that's Illinois. right. Yeah, they lost Illinois is at home. Yeah. that's a, So, yeah, it's kind of tough. You, yeah, you're probably going to drop that much if you lose two in a week. Yeah. Teams that you should have beat. Um, let's see, Illinois ranked? They might have jumped in, no? No, not yet. No, they're just out of it. Just barely out. And uh, Michigan jumped back up seven spots. Wow. They're now 19. So Michigan had a couple good, they had a couple so-so weeks, a bad week, and and a good week. So they're kind of, they're coming back up. Kind of like Ohio State. Actually, past couple weeks, Michigan's played well. They've got five in a row. And actually... Actually, let's see, seven of the last eight. Wow. Yeah. So, um, their only loss, the last loss was Ohio State. Um, mm-hmm. 
So and that, they had a stretch there; they lost four in a row. So yeah, Michigan <clears throat> on their way back. <clears throat> so, Juan Howard is having a very up and down rookie season, which is sort of what you would you know, which is sort of falls it falls in line for what you would expect. Yeah, they're um, they're ranked higher than Ohio State with the same record. Although I think Michigan's uh, one game better in conference. That's a little strange because in because yeah. Ohio State has much better out of conference wins than Michigan does. But yeah, I don't know if they really take that into account when they're doing the polls. But. They get them again this weekend at home. Yeah. So is that this weekend? I don't know if yeah, it's yeah, this it's, weekend. Yeah, it's is it? okay. Sunday. Oh, Sunday. Okay. So we got Nebraska at Nebraska. They should win. That yeah, game. they should win that one. We better not lose it, on the road. I mean, I don't care if it's on the road in Nebraska. No, they're <clears throat> they are awful. So yeah, so that's Thursday and then Michigan Sunday. What time on Sunday? Four. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yep. So that's the week for a Buckeye basketball. Um, no new. Uh, we know DJ Carton is back in school. Yeah. But no timeline. If he's coming back, and maybe we get him back for the tournament. Don't know. They just haven't really said yet. Yeah, yeah. He may not know. I'm, yeah, I'm kind of. I think he must have. He must have came back, hopped on the bus or whatever plane or whatever they did when he went to Iowa. Yeah, I think that's when they probably that would make sense. Yeah, because that's where he's from. So. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know if it really. I don't know if it's really best right now for him to kind of rush back. I mean, if he had to take his time off for whatever reasons were, I mean, you don't really want to rush that back. So you want to make yeah. sure that we actually have him, uh, you know, when he is at his best. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah. The standings are kind of like <clears throat> so. We're high states eighteen and nine, eight and eight in the conference, and. See, they got two. Let's see, they could end up. I mean, it's possible. I mean, they could end up being like tied for third. Yeah. If they they would have to win this out. Week. Yeah. Well, after this week, I'm saying like they could end up. Oh, well, yeah. Okay, swing. Yeah. They could end up being like somehow tied because right now there's a four way tie in the conference for second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ten and six. Maryland's twelve and four in first, and then you got Penn State, Iowa, Michigan State, Wisconsin, all ten and six. Sure. Illinois, Michigan, Rutgers, Indiana, and us. <clears throat> all like within a game or two, you know. So Michigan nine and seven. So if we can beat Michigan and Nebraska and Michigan be ten and eight in the conference, then we can get be there. That would be two wins. Yeah. It'd be twenty and nine. So <clears throat> be nice to get twenty wins this week. It would. So <clears throat> yeah. Uh you know, so I don't I don't know if I've ever seen a year where the conference has been this I mean, just absolutely competitive, I guess you could call it. But, I mean, it, it's been – I haven't seen this in a long time. It's, yeah, it's pretty crazy how, you know, for a while, <clears throat> um, like Joe Lenardi, the bracketology yeah. guy, he, he thought that the Big Ten could get 12 teams in, but uh, Purdue's kind of dropped off, and so is Minnesota. So, I don't yeah. know. I mean, they're, they're, they're like 13 and 13 and 14 and 14. And, and we lost to Minnesota so. twice. That's <laughs> Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so it, looking like 10 being the 10th team being, it could be, you know, at the bottom of the Big Ten of how uh, I many teams, as far as the group that gets in the tournament, yeah. it could be, you know, us, 
Indiana, Rutgers, Michigan, Illinois, as far as that yeah. bottom. But there's still going to be a lot of <clears throat> there's. I mean, between now and then, there's going to be a lot of you know a jostling that is going to take place from all those teams as far as like who is going to you know that's how far up in the conference are they going to move. So there's still a lot of basketball left. Yeah, the <clears throat> Sunday's game it almost felt like a must win. Oh yeah, I would say so. Yeah, because they needed another. Kind of another quality, quality win because they hadn't beaten a ranked team since December. Yeah, that was the last <laughs> time. It's been a long time. It was a long time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean that was that was definitely a must win because not to say that that loss would have actually put them out of the tournament, but that no. loss would have actually they would have had a much lower seed mm-hmm. and would have had a much harder matchup. Um, I mean, it, and you got to win those home games. Yeah, I mean the way it's been going this year, it's like those home games are like. Gold. Yeah, I mean, you got to take advantage of them. You have to. It's it's especially the way that the whole conference is actually set up. There's just you can't lose any home games. Yeah, I mean, I think they. What's their? Let's see. What's their full standings? High State. I mean, I think they've only lost like they've lost two at home. I I think. Three West Virginia, three. Wisconsin. But the West Virginia game was counted as a home game, but they played that one up in Cleveland. Oh, so. that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, they counted that one as a home yeah. game, but I don't think it. No, not really. No, it's like a tournament game. Yeah. So, so yeah, they only. Yeah, they only lost two at home. Yeah. Yeah, Wisconsin and Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota came. Yeah. yeah. So <clears throat> they're three and six on the road. Like, it, and as far as like those home versus road records. Those road records are all like they're all like kind of the same, if not worse now. Yeah. Because um, yeah, they're like the best team in the Big Ten road record is five and four. That's <laughs> awful. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of, it's kind of funny. Yeah. So and uh, workers finally lost a home game. I seen that. Yeah, they finally <laughs> lost to somebody. Uh, who was it that they lost to? <clears throat> um, I can't remember. I seen it run across the screen whenever I was watching the Buckeye game. Um, Michigan. That's right. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. 60 to 52. Yeah. Rutgers. The uh, Thunderdome, that is. Yeah. Piscataway, <laughs> New Jersey. Yeah, I don't know what the arena's called. I don't know. <clears throat> but um, Piscataway. Alrighty, so we got a couple football notes. Um, we'll talk about jersey number changes with uh, Labe and Seven Banks. Yep. Uh, Labe. <laughs> Olave, Chris Olave is now number two, two. was 17. Yeah. And uh, seven, seven Banks, Banks. the uh, son of George Costanza, <laughs> is now number seven. Yep. <laughs> so I guess Seven Banks' number back in high school was seven, but he couldn't have it here because somebody else had it. Um, I did read the story about the number Oh, it's Roger Mitchell. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was Mitchell who had yeah, number seven. he's also defense. Yeah, so he couldn't wear it. And I think they worked some sort of a deal out to where he could have number seven because I think Mitchell's still there, so... Yeah. Oh, I think Taraja Mitchell is changing numbers. Yeah, so he's actually going to switch his from seven to something else. Um, I don't know what kind of deal they struck. I think they kind of kept that, uh, you know... <laughs> Private sounds like the pros or something. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you have to <laughs> you have to pay some guy for his uh, number. Yeah, no, I don't uh, know what they did. It says he Taraja Mitchell says he uh, yeah he, yeah he doesn't know yet what number he's going to be. He hasn't okay. decided. But yeah, yeah, he was seven. He's he's a guy that we hope can kind of crack the linebacker. Yeah. Um, Absolutely linebacker rotation, I guess. Yeah, and. Uh, 
dog's doing something on uh, the side here. <laughs> <laughs> what got, are you got sniffing? distracted. The hard sniff. What are you sniffing over there? <laughs> He's found something that he likes. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, a German Shepherd with a supersonic smell and <laughs> hearing. So, um, so yeah, we, so, uh, spring game, we got another like two months. Yeah. Uh, April, mid April, I think, or late yeah. April. I'm not sure. So, but yeah. um, <clears throat> yes. So we got like, I saw an article on 11 warriors about guys who kind of been in the program and we think they, you know, it's kind of a, you know, they've been around and like, can they crack a starting lineup, get yeah. more starting this spring? Can they kind of make a turn, yeah. turn the corner and, you know, Taraja, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Taraja Mitchell is on that list. I I don't know who the actual list is because I haven't seen it yet. But I know oh, it's okay. A, that's a good one. Yeah. yeah, he's not on with. Oh, okay, okay. But yeah. that's okay. That's yeah, okay. No. There's a guy. I mean, there's guys that weird. Yeah. So just off the top of my head, there are some guys like, um, for instance, uh, Dallas Gant, who was a big time recruit mm-hmm. um, coming out of high high school. He's actually supposed to be a stud linebacker, but um, he's what hasn't been able to crack it now. That could be because of Borland and um, Warner. Yeah, so and I don't know. Harrison's yeah, not to the NFL. Yeah, so. but so it could be because of Borland and Warner that he hasn't really been able to yet. So um, Dallas Gant should be. I mean, he has the size and speed to play outside. So he's one for sure. Yeah, the guys they have on here um, for wide receiver, they have guys like Jalen Harris. They have, um, which I saw him on um, in the weight room. Oh yeah, the other day, and he he was looking like I yeah, was looking a lot bigger than That's when he such came a in. Deep deep room though, I man. It's, it's going to be hard for him to really crack that. So yeah, I mean, Jalen Harris, Elijah Gardner, and Jalen Gill. I mean, Jalen Gill is a name. Yeah, that I know, so. he's number twenty six. Yeah, and. Um, uh, yeah, they were, they were, like, I mean, they really haven't had a lot, a lot of time. Maybe didn't clean up. I mean, the th- between the three of them, they have twelve career catches. Yeah, Jalen Gill so. had a couple late in games last year, so. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's just going to be such a hard room to crack the starting lineup, man, or to even crack, you know, any kind of real significant playing time. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see, Jalen Harris. I mean, Jalen Harris is six foot five. I mean, he's a senior now. How much does he weigh? Does it say? Uh, it says two fifteen, but he's That's been still hitting good the weight size, room. Man. Yeah, yeah, That's he's still good the, size. Yeah, he's hitting the weight room hard. You can see there was something where he, or if it's easily found on his tweet, is um. Well, he was, you know, he was fairly good size. I see a picture of him in twenty seventeen. He was fairly good size. I mean, here he is. You can see he's getting pretty big. Turn this around. Oh yeah, yeah. Wow. So. I mean, he yeah. may end up being two thirty. He could be, yeah. I mean, he could. I mean, he could wind up doing some really special things. Yeah. So um, maybe you know, senior, he can get a season together. You know. Yeah, um, it's. I mean, it's it's possible that he could just absolutely impress in the spring and in the fall camp, and you know, force somebody out of the what what we thought was going to be a you know a projected significant you know contributor so um he could absolutely do that 
Yeah, Dwayne uh, Dwayne Haskins retweeted his his oh, yeah. Ohio State football. They put out the picture of him in the weight room. Oh, okay. And um, and uh, Dwayne Haskins retweeted it and said, "Up next, yeah, is Jay Harris five underscore is Jalen Harris's Twitter feed." Yeah, I so um, you know you always want to root for those kids to really get a spot. Um, you know, to get some sort of yeah. semi-significant playing time. Um, yeah, I mean, this is their last chance to, Yeah, if they want to continue yeah, playing it, pro. I mean, it almost goes back to the really old school days where if you were a senior, <clears throat> that just automatically means that you have earned your spot and yeah, you, right. you're going to play. But nowadays, I mean, you've got kids who are 18 years old that are coming right in, you know, starting games. So it's yeah. it's getting harder and harder for those kids that just keep on working hard but, but maybe don't have some of the talent as, you know, some of the kids who are much younger than them. So. Yeah, yeah. Elijah Gardner is, um, he's number 87. He's six foot four out of Texas. He's a junior. Yeah, he, um, yeah. he, he was heavily recruited, but, um, you know, for some, for whatever reason, he hasn't been able to really crack in there yet, so... Yeah, he was. Uh, let's see, I believe he was at least a four-star kid. <clears throat> I think so too. He was uh, number twenty-seven. Number. It was one hundred and. Well, I guess he says this is one hundred and thirty-third oh, ranked wow. Wow. receiver in the then, country. Then I was a. Then I was way off. I'm sorry. Yeah, but ESPN. That's weird. He, well, he was a top one hundred player in Texas. Okay. So, well, Texas is like. That's talent. football fact. Yeah, that's yeah, a football yeah. factory. You top one hundred player in Texas. That's pretty good. <laughs> that's pretty good. There's a lot of there's a lot of football in Texas. So. Yeah, yeah. So and then uh, Jalen Gill. I don't. Where did Jalen Gill go? To, go to school? Do you? Remember? I don't know where Jalen Gill's from. To be honest. <laughs> um, let's see. Jalen Gill was a four star out of high school. Oh, yeah. Westerville. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. He's only a sophomore. Yeah, he's so, still got time to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no better time than now. So. Yeah, definitely. So, but yeah, yeah, I thought I thought he was fairly new still. Yeah, I so. yeah I I hadn't heard much from him so. Yeah, so um, but he's been in there. See, he was a redshirt freshman, so he redshirt. He had a redshirt year. Okay, so then he so. he so yeah he's still he's been in the program for you know for a couple years then so yeah yeah so um, <clears throat> yeah so those guys and then we also have and it's kind of like every time it seems like he gets some. Get some um, publicity. Yeah, it's like, it's like it takes a step back or something. But Demario McCall. Yeah, I, fifth year senior now. Um, I, I just think he's very slight build. Yeah. It's kind of like he's kind of like a tweener. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I just think it's going to be rough for him to cry. I mean, but I guess you know between Teague and Crowley. And Chambers, it's just, I don't know, man, if he's going to be able to crack those guys yeah. and, and get any kind of significant playing time. I mean, he, he I, I think they had him primarily as a kick returner last year, and I think that may be where he's probably going to be stuck. Um, I just don't know if he's gonna, really going to be able to do much more. Now, he can actually catch the ball pretty well. So um, Teague hasn't shown that he can really catch the balls, um, you know, consistently. Uh, Crowley and Chambers, we have no idea because we haven't really seen him throw him the ball. So um, he may be able to find himself a spot as like a third down back. So yeah, only Demario McCall. Maybe <clears throat> if he could like put on some weight. I yeah, mean, he's really small. Yeah, because he's he's one eighty. Mm. 
he, he's an inch taller than J.K. Dobbins, and wow. Dobbins is almost 40 pounds heavier than him. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> it's like, it's such a vast difference Dude, in size. You gotta, you got, I can't believe that they don't have him at least on some sort of a program to try and gain weight. Or they have, and, and he just hasn't really been able yeah. to do it. So, I don't know. Yeah. That's that's 180 for a running back is, oh, man. I mean, there's a guy, um, <clears throat> he's in the XFL now, um, and he was awesome in college. He, his his career dwarfs uh, McCall's. Are you talking about Don't the kid that plays for Don D.C.? Yeah, yeah. Donnell Pumphrey. Yeah, Pumphrey. And he, he was with the Eagles for his rookie right. contract, maybe. Yeah. And, um, but Donnell Pumphrey, he's also a guy who's like super slight. Yeah. He's 170. Five nine one seventy. It's almost yeah. like like Travis Benjamin playing yeah. running back. <laughs> Travis, yeah. Or um, yeah, like Ice Cube McNeil. Ice Cube. Oh, <laughs> Freeman McNeil. Holy. No, no, no. Uh, no, not Gerald. 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 Yeah. The Gerald. Browns. Yeah. 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 I was yeah. thinking of Freeman McNeil, but but yeah, it was Gerald. Yeah. Gerald. Yeah, Gerald Ice Cube. McNeil. Ice Cube. Yeah. <laughs> the Ice Cube. Oh man. Slippery. Yeah. Yeah. But Donnell Pumphrey. I mean, I mean, he was small. I mean, he's like five eight. Five nine one seventy, but um, but yeah. For a second, I was thinking, man, they had two running backs. I was thinking that I saw Donnell Pumphrey. I told a guy on on uh, Twitter, I was like, oh, Donnell Pumphrey's looking bigger. I was like, uh, the wrong guy. Yeah, <laughs> he's not look bigger. No, he's he does not at all. Like he is like, dude, hit the weight room. Find yeah, him. he needs to get to GNC. <laughs> <laughs> Something. I don't know. Yeah, you gotta you use a thigh master. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like <laughs> super slight. Yeah, it's it, it's so tough for guys that are that size to really you know to to really do much because they're just you know you take two or three really solid hits and and you just start to run scared because you just don't have the frame to you know to really take those hits and just yeah. you know keep on going. That's what made. That's what made Dobbins so good is he could take those hits and just bounce right back up and just run you over at the very next play. So, yeah, yeah. it's it's tough to do. Um, another guy that Eleven Warriors has on here is um, he's a fifth year senior. He's the only one fifth year senior on uh, the line this coming up this season is Gavin Cup. Um, he's uh, his final chance to earn earn a start, starting spot. Um, so he's a guard. So he's got to beat out Harry Miller and Matthew Jones and Harry so, Miller's going to be tough to beat out. Period. Yeah, yeah, he's already been passed up by Josh Myers and Wyatt Davis. So Wyatt so. Davis was, you know, there's really no shame in you know being beat out by someone like him. But yeah, yeah. but I mean, it's going to be tough to beat, you know, Harry Miller. So yeah, these guys are going to start <clears throat> going to camps and not to mention just you know natural ability, but. I mean, these kids, there's so many camps, and these kids start, you know, developing. At a very, very young yeah, age. Yeah, they yeah. Start, start getting all these all this training so young. Yeah. And start, and start just focusing on, like, one sport, you know. Well, you know, just to give you a quick um, example of that, I have kids who I coach. Um, for those that don't know, I coach primarily sixth-grade kids. And I've had a couple kids who were already on weight programs, and diet programs and going to football camps and everything. I mean, I, I had a kid who literally had a six-pack, and he was in sixth grade because he's on such a strict weight and diet plan, that, and he's his parents had him working out every morning. I mean, it's 
it's it's sort of that borderline. You know, you gotta. It's, it's like you, you gotta back off, man. I mean, e- ease off. So much for your childhood. Yeah, it's <laughs> like your childhood's done because your dad couldn't make it, so he's gonna live all vicariously through you. He's gonna for, because that's that is what this was. I mean, this dad was just forcing his kid to just yeah. you know pump iron and you know every every practice he 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 would come sucking down one of those giant. Um, power drinks and, and all that yeah. stuff so yeah so it's it's they start them out at a really young age now yeah um <laughs> the dog was chewing on the carpet oh <laughs> yeah, don't you start that oh jeez I'll have you out tied up to the shed <laughs> <laughs> Um, another guy they got on here he's another senior like I guess they highlighted some more of the older guys that, yeah um is a, a guy named Marcus Williamson, um, senior quarterback, yeah. corner. He's yet to ever crack the first team. Um, so, so like he might, that guy might have a better shot. I mean, a senior when you know corner is real tough for like true freshmen to come yeah. in and play. So he, um, but he's got Cam Brown, Seven Banks, um, but yeah, he's got. He's got to fight with them for playing time. He's got to fight with a couple freshmen who yeah. are really, yeah, highly touted, um, like uh, Ryan Watts, who's the who's the big kid from Texas, who yeah, who yeah. Got, who's like six two and weighs like two hundred pounds. And, and there was a kid um, that was um, this year. I think he was a freshman, Tyreek Johnson. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, there's uh, yeah. that is another deep deep room that you're going to have to really, but. Like I said, he he does have a much better shot, I think, than some of some of the other guys that were actually on that list. So yeah, um, Terry Johnson. Let's see, what number is he? He's, I don't remember what number he is off the top see, of my head. Is he he was thirteen. Okay, okay, he's six one. Good size. That's for good size. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he's sophomore last year. Sophomore, Richard. I don't remember who he was. Yeah. Oh, okay. So this year he must be eight games. So this year's a sophomore. This season, twenty twenty season, and uh, so, huh? Interesting. So, yeah, he was a top fifty player by really? all in yeah. all recruiting services. Tyreek Johnson. So, yeah. um, out of Florida. So yeah, a lot of it's a competition that these guys go through. Um, yeah, it's definitely going to be a really interesting spring. I mean, th- there are some spots that are going to be up for grabs, and it'll be fun to watch and see how some of these guys really start to actually, you know, see how they start to really compete, see who is going to pan out. Uh, not to say that we're actually going to really know much, but, but um, I mean, we won't really know much until we get into fall camp. So, Yeah, yeah, spring game's so, so hard to gauge because it's um, so scripted i mean it's absolutely scripted and to be honest i i think i mean almost everybody knows exactly you know what is going to be happening during the game it's 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 so hard to, to really gauge who is really doing well and who's not so yeah spring game will be on april 11th and um tickets are on sale they're usually cheap what what like five bucks each or Something. Oh shoot! These That's usually what it is. It's, it's, it's like five bucks, and then uh, you know you wind up spending more money just to park. 
than what you do for the actual game ticket. So, yeah, I haven't even uh, tickets. Uh, yeah, Saturday it's, it starts at noon. There's usually and some sort of a, of a um, purchase online. Yeah, get it through Ticketmaster. Unfortunately, yeah, we have to pay five dollars a ticket just in fees. Yeah, but um, they usually have a um, lacrosse game first too, or at least they have been for for the oh, past okay. few years. They oh yeah, 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 yeah. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, that's always fun to watch. So. Yeah, yeah. If you go there, then you can watch that too. Yeah. So. Are you are you planning on going? I haven't made up my mind yet. It's on a Saturday. You usually work Saturdays, right? I can usually take Saturdays off though. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, so. Alrighty. So um I think we'll just we just want to end it on yeah. that. Yeah, we'll end it on that. So There's not much going <clears throat> there's much going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh and speaking of really not much going on, we didn't get to our year in in oh, yeah, 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 review, yeah. but that's only that's because okay. that game there was nothing to it so oh yeah the miami game was yeah like that 70, was 76 to 5, five yeah, so yeah, yeah. Th- there wasn't well, nothing to really we'll talk about that maybe. yeah there wasn't nothing going on there for that game so what was the uh what was the next game uh football i would have been the second game of the big 10 conference because i think that was our last non-conference game it would be nebraska yeah so there, there wasn't much to really <laughs> that game either but i mean at least there was a lot was, of games that weren't yeah. much to them holy crap uh yeah, yeah so we can dive into it a, yeah, a little yeah, bit next yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, so, all right. So we'll continue that yeah. <clears throat> next week. But um, so that's it. So uh, follow us on Twitter at Beyond Buckeyes. We're getting a decent amount of followers. We just yeah. need, hopefully someday people listen to the podcast. Maybe closer to football season. Absolutely. But, yeah. But, so yeah, we'll keep making this sound better and better each week. Uh, well, I'm 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 getting over a cold, and you're kind of like still in the midst of a cold. Yeah. So. so we, Hopefully it didn't sound too bad this week. Yeah, so we're probably going to sound a little bit off this week. But uh, by next Sunday, I we should both be absolutely fine. So. <laughs> Hopefully, all fingers crossed. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, at Beyond Buckeyes, um, yeah, give us a subscribe where you get podcasts, review it, do whatever. And uh, YouTube, we put up all the yeah. podcasts on yeah. YouTube. There's not much to it. It's just us and just, I mean... Maybe at some point if we get enough, you know, of a following, then maybe we'll we'll try to do something with a camera. I don't know. We'll we'll see where that goes. That's yeah, that's they, further down they have to the re- road. Decorate my dining room. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we do this in my dining room. So, yeah. So, um, yeah. It's so you know, pass the word along. We try to you know, like we said before, we're trying to get you know more people involved in it, um, share ideas and um, input. For yeah. our episodes, we don't care. We're not looking to like get rich off of this. We're not even making a dime off of this. Nah. We're just doing it for fun. Yeah, something to do. Uh, it, yeah, I mean, if you guys have any thoughts, you know, suggestions, questions, shoot them out there, man. And if it's something uh, negative, that's fine. I mean, you know, we're all about you know um, constructive <laughs> criticism. Um, or if you just want to call us jerks, I mean, that's fine too. So it's a laptop. Two guys in a forty dollar mic. <laughs> yeah, there's not much to it, man. Yeah, so like, don't give us too much crap. I mean, hey, what do you uh, want? Yeah, <laughs> hey, if you guys want, you know, if, if you guys want to hear a little bit better, you know, quality, then make sure we get some more, you know, subscribers. Yeah, right. So yeah, well, um, a GoFundMe for a better <laughs> yeah, for a much better stu- for a much better studio. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, need, we need boosters. Yeah. <laughs>
So, all right. Well, uh, thanks for listening, and we'll, thanks, guys. we'll see. Uh, we'll talk to you next week. Thanks, guys. <laughs>